Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the In Strive Fat Loss podcast. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Diane Brainick. If you are just tuning in with us for the first time, I would recommend going back and starting from the beginning. So if you've missed episodes one and two, probably best to jump in there and listen to those prior to uh, coming into this one, simply because this is done in a format where I'm literally building one to the next. So it's going to make more sense to you the things that we're going over regarding fat loss in our program if you start at episode one and go from there. So today, what I would like to address with everyone is the first part of body chemistry. We talked a lot about nutrition in the last two episodes and uh, nutritionally what we're going to do different than a lot of programs out there, a lot of weight loss plans out there, how we make this work better for people who maybe are past the point where, you know, just cutting calories and, and exercising more is enough to get that weight coming off. There's a lot of reasons why weight loss stalls. And one of them is that, you know, that model doesn't work well for everyone. But again, if you want to learn more about that, jump back to episode one. We talk a lot about calorie counting and why that doesn't work. And then into episode two, where we start talking about what will work, how we're going to fuel your body for fat loss versus depriving it. So in this particular episode, we're going to take on the first part of body chemistry, and that is acidity. So acidity in the body, you know, a lot of times when that is brought up during the consultations, people kind of get a blank stare and, you know, they don't really understand what that is or what that means or why that matters. And today I want to kind of go over with you what acidity has to do with fat loss how you became acidic and what we're going to do to get that corrected. And of course, how that translates into finally getting your body to shed the excess fat that you've been struggling with. Uh, so let's start right at the beginning and talk about your body's pH. So your pH is how acidic, neutral, alkaline your body is. And what we've found through, you know, all of the thousands of people that have come through this program over the last eight years or so is that when someone is acidic, it can be very challenging for them to lose weight. Part of that is because your body wants to always burn something that matches its own chemistry. And I'm going to explain that. I know that sounds sophisticated. I promise it's not as hard to understand as you might think. Let's start with what a healthy pH is for fat loss. So fat is an alkaline substance. When you are trying to burn fat, a healthy body pH to get the job done is going to be a 7.25 or higher. 7.25 is what we're shooting for though. You know, we don't want you to be acidic and we also don't want you to be off the charts alkaline. We want you kind of in that sweet spot, that 7.25 uh, neutral to alkaline pH. So the reason that we are looking at that, if I were to just put you on a diet and we ignore that body chemistry, we ignore the fact that, you know, your body is acidic, we don't test the pH, unfortunately, your body is going to fight the process of shedding fat. The reason for that is when your body is trying to burn something, it always wants to match its own chemistry. And I'll tell you, the, the clients that come through here and the time that I've been with this program, like I said, about eight years, 
The average pH that we see in the beginning when people are first getting into this is probably somewhere between a six and a six and a half. That, that's about where people are coming in at, on an average. If you are a six to a six and a half, you're about 10 times too acidic. Now, if you're 10 times too acidic, you literally have about 10 times less the fat burning ability than you need to effectively use fat as a fuel source. So your body is going to resist the fat burning process. Now, I know a lot of times when I start talking about acidity, of course, the next thought is, okay, well, I'm a six, I'm a six and a quarter. How'd I get here? What's making me acidic? I don't understand that. So let me explain the things that make a person acidic. A body will become acidic based on the things that you are taking into it. So the number one acidic compound that we see a lot of is medications. And of course, I understand that people need their medications. And certainly that is not a suggestion that you should just stop taking your meds because they're you know, causing you not to lose weight. No, that isn't what we're saying at all. What we're saying is every medication is an acidic compound. Every medication is going to decrease your body's ability to burn fat and increase your body's ability to store it. Why? Because when you are taking in an acidic compound and you are changing the body chemistry, you're causing a metabolic shift. How many people out there do you know that have said to you, oh my gosh, my doctor changed my medicine and all of a sudden I gained 10 pounds and I didn't change anything. I didn't you know, change my eating habits. It didn't stop my exercise routine. Nothing changed and my weight's going up and I don't understand. You didn't change, okay? But your metabolic system did. Why? Because you've introduced an acidic compound that wasn't there before. Understand that those acidic compounds have an effect. So it's, it's a cause and effect thing. Medications can cause weight gain. Medications can cause an inability to lose weight. Not every one of them will do that. But the more acidic it is, the more higher risk you are for having that occur. So that's the number one thing. Now, for those of you out there that are hearing that and saying, but Diane, I don't take any medicine. So what what would I be acidic for? What makes me acidic? Well, it doesn't stop at medications. Um, liquids. Liquids are a high one on the list, too, because, you know, if you're drinking a lot of things like soda, coffee, tea, alcohol, fruit, juice, these are acidic compounds. The more of them that you're drinking the lower your pH is going to be. Liquids are not digested, they are absorbed. So if you're drinking a lot of acidic fluid, it's being absorbed rapidly into the body, the pH is going to dramatically lower pretty quickly. So that, that definitely will keep you in that rut where you are in a place where you're, you're much too acidic. Third and final thing is processed food, easy options, your quick, simple, pre-packaged microwave dinners, lunch meats, the things that are made for convenience are often the worst. Where I want your brain to go when it comes to food is, if it is far from its natural state, there's a real good chance that that is a processed food which will be highly acidic. You want to always try to get into foods that have not been modified too much. The more we mess with things, the more unhealthy they often become. So we, we want to stick with simplicity. We don't want to be going for those microwave dinners and those, you know, fast, easy options that we just drop in our toaster and we're good to go. Those foods are not the best choices. And of course, you know, we are going to get more into nutrition with you at your personal consultation. But uh, if you do want to know the basics, you can certainly go back to episode two, where I start discussing how to fuel your body for fat loss. So those are the ways you become acidic. Now let's talk about why that's a problem. 
So you come to Instrive. You have a consultation with one of our counselors here, and we put you on the program. If we were to ignore your body's acidity level, here is what's going to happen. And I know for a lot of you, this is going to sound extremely familiar because this isn't just going to happen on the Instrive program. This is what happens on any diet a person goes on when they're ignoring the fact that their body chemistry is low, when you've got that acidic pH and it needs to come up a little bit. So first thing that's going to happen is you're going to start eliminating a good amount of sugar from your diet, right? Because we all know that when you want to lose weight, you can't be eating a whole lot of sugar. So we start eliminating sugar. Your body notices pretty rapidly that the sugar consumption has dropped. Now, does that mean that your body's going to go, okay, well, she's not eating sugar anymore. So I can't really fuel myself with that sugar because your body runs on sugar or fat. Sugar is just a more attractive option. If it's there and available, your body's going to gravitate toward it. So your body, again, isn't just going to go, okay, she stopped eating sugar. Now I have to go over here and burn this fat. What your body is going to initially do is go, well, wait a minute. I like sugar. That is a good source of energy for me because I'm acidic and sugar's acidic and we match. That fat over there is alkaline. That fat is not a good primary source of energy for me. It isn't the right chemistry. I need to find something acidic to burn. So the body will start to search within itself for a source of acidic fuel, AKA sugar. Where you store sugar is in, in your lean muscle tissue. So your body will start to deteriorate your muscle, literally cannibalize its own muscle tissue to get the sugar fix you're now missing from your diet. I know you've all heard of that, people losing muscle when they diet in the wrong way. People lose muscle on a diet because their body is so cooked on utilizing sugar for energy that it's going to get it any way it can. But of course, that isn't the pattern you want to fall into. Okay, Losing muscle, for obvious reasons, isn't the best option, but let's talk about what it actually is going to do. There's two things that are going to happen when you start losing muscle. Number one, you're trying to lose weight and you're slowing down your metabolic system. Losing muscle will greatly slow the metabolism. Number two, you're putting yourself in some risk categories you don't want to be in. Lean muscle mass is very important to keep us out of those um, higher risk categories of things like cancer, stroke, heart disease, diabetes. The more that your body fat percentage is elevated and your muscle tone is decreased, the more that you are at risk for these illnesses, especially as we age. So it's very important to us at InStrive that we're not just helping you to lose weight, that we're actually getting you to burn fat. I don't want you losing muscle. We want your muscle tone to you know, stay right where it's at. We want to make that better, not worse. So to, to lose fat in the proper way, we need to make sure we're being responsible with the method being used. Because again, we just don't want you losing something that you don't want to lose. This is all about improving your health, making your body better, making this fat loss sustainable and losing muscle isn't what's going to do that. What happens to the people who diet in a way that they lose muscle is a very similar picture to this. You go on a diet, you drop five to 10 pounds. If that your scale gets steady, you get on that scale every morning and it's not moving. You haven't changed. You're following plan. You're not cheating. You're doing what you're supposed to do, but the scale is no longer moving. Why? Because you are slowing down your metabolism for a lot of you listen, our metabolism oftentimes is very slow to begin with. If we're in a pattern of having, you know, needed, needing to lose weight or having gone through menopause or having, you know, just the fact that we're aging and we're in our forties or fifties beyond. So if your metabolism is already slow, 
And then you're further slowing it by losing lean muscle mass, cutting calories, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to come to a point where it stops. It's protecting itself. Your body doesn't want to shed muscle tissue. So it's going to hold on to it. It's going to protect itself and that's going to stop moving. When that happens, most of us, myself included, you would get frustrated, right? You don't want to be on a diet if it's not doing anything. You start thinking, geez, why am I doing this? Why didn't I just eat, you know, that cheesesteak at lunchtime if, since that salad's not doing anything, right? So we start eating whatever we want to eat again. And of course, the weight goes back up. When the weight goes back up, we get frustrated. We jump back on that proverbial diet. We lose the weight, get stuck. And you can see where I'm going with this. We've talked about the yo-yo cycle in previous episodes. Uh, episode one focuses on that quite a bit. But that yo-yo cycle will continue if we don't do something different. One of the big keys of stopping that is losing the right thing, is burning fat. And one of the keys to burning fat is getting rid of that excess acidity in the body so that when we start decreasing sugar, your body's not going to seek it from the muscle tissue. Your body's going to be alkaline. So your body is going to go, hey, I don't have as much sugar anymore, but you know what? That fat's looking pretty good over there because that now matches the chemistry. So fat will become a more desirable source of fuel to your body than it currently is by elevating the pH. That's very, very important. We got to get that pH up. It's step one in our body chemistry. So how are we going to improve your pH? Well, let's talk about for just a minute what, you know, really give you a visual here of what this low pH kind of looks like. When I'm talking to clients, one of the things I try to do is explain things like this that can be a little bit complex and simpler to understand terms. And I find that a visual representation really tends to help with that. So I always use the swimming pool as my visual, right? So if you are going swimming and you have two pools in front of you and one pool is murky and cloudy and starting to turn green and the other pool is crystal clear and blue and it looks really inviting, the difference between pool A and pool B is not the water, right? The water is the same water. Water is water is water. What's different about that pool is the pH balance in that water. So when the pH is off in a swimming pool, it causes a bacteria response. Things can grow that shouldn't be growing. It turns green, right? If the pH is off in your body, you're a lot like that murky pool. Okay, you, you got that, they got that green nastiness going on. We got to get rid of it. We have to clean you up, get you more crystal clear so we can open up that pathway for lasting fat loss. Your body is not going to want to burn fat efficiently if you are acidic. So we really need to start working on that. Now, how are we going to get rid of that acidity? Well, the key to getting rid of the acidity is water, not just any water, but alkaline water. So again, when I said a minute ago, you know, water is water, absolutely. But let's focus for a minute on the pH. What affects the pH of your drinking water, the mineral content? So what we are looking to do here at InStrive is to start improving your body's pH by getting you to drink enough good quality alkaline water to have an impact. As your body's pH starts to raise, your ability to burn fat, that 10 times too low we were talking about, will start to come up. Now, imagine if you have 10 times the fat burning ability. Think about it like money. If I gave you 10 times your paycheck, that'd be a pretty sweet deal, right? So think about it like that. If you're getting 10 times something beneficial, that's a big positive. And when we're talking about weight loss, fat loss, getting on that scale and seeing that needle move, 
this is something that's really going to have a high impact for that. Now, I'm sure you're wondering how much water you need to be drinking. Well, a lot of programs out there, uh, they will tell you to drink, you know, half your body weight in ounces or, you know, a gallon a day or things like that. And certainly the more water that, you know, you drink, obviously there's a lot of benefit to that. Water is wonderful for you. It's very hydrating. It flushes fat from the system. And of course, with alkalinity, it's changing up that pH. However, at InStrive, we are not going to require mass amounts of water every day. You know, you're not going to come in and have us tell you to drink half your body weight in ounces. What we are going to do is look at particulars of your situation, see where your pH is at, see, you know, where we need to go with that, how much of a jump it needs to have and what your habits are, you know, what's making you acidic. Is it medications or is it just that you have a bad soda habit we need to get out of there? So we're, we're going to customize this based on you. But I can tell you that, you know, minimum, minimum I've recommended to people is like 48 ounces. You know, most people can get in 48 ounces of water a day. That's three 16 ounce bottles. I'm not going to say that that's what we're going to recommend for you. That is going to come at your personalized consultation. There's a lot that factors into that. But what I'm trying to tell you with that 48 ounce benchmark is that this is doable, right? I mean, I think some of us write off things sometimes before we even try because we worry about what they're gonna tell us. And I know that I've had that before where people come in here with an expectation that I'm gonna tell them they have to drink just an absolute ton of water so they're gonna be literally in the bathroom all day. That's not always how this works. And, and I do wanna make sure that you know that we will work with you and gradually increase that water to a place you're comfortable with. But Here's the kicker, guys, and, and really focus on this for a minute. If you're out there thinking, good Lord, I don't even drink a glass of water a day. Well, that's one of your big problems, okay? Water is essential to weight loss. So if you're not water's friend right now, you need to get on board with that. If you're trying to lose weight and burn fat, you need to drink water. Water is life-sustaining. It's essential. It has so many wonderful benefits, but weight loss absolutely you need water so it's definitely we need to start that ha healthy habit going and certainly if you are uh, going to be doing the InStrive program most definitely we are going to talk a whole lot about um, you know that alkalinity and how we can start improving that and how we can get you from that murky cloudy place that you don't want to be back to that crystal clear one um, so that's really the deal with acidity. I, I hope you learned something today. I know that that topic can be a little bit confusing at times to people. Um, try, we try our best to simplify it so it's more understandable. But truthfully, that is step one in this body chemistry process. You know, you, you got to get the body on board with burning fat before you are effectively able to shed it. If you're in that acidic place, you're going to be losing the wrong thing. Okay. So I would encourage all of you to tune into the next episode. We are going to be going through the stages of body chemistry, what we go over with clients uh, and prospective clients to get their bodies burning more efficiently, how we can start that process going. Cause you know, sometimes guys, it's not all about what you're putting in your mouth. There can be some things going on behind the scenes that have nothing to do with your diet that are making weight loss difficult. Acidity is one of them. We're also going to be addressing in, in uh, subsequent episodes here, hormone balance. I know that's a big one, especially for a lot of ladies out there. Uh, leptin resistance. A lot of you might not know what that is. I will tell you that leptin resistance is probably the number one thing that we see. So when I'm meeting a client for the first time and we're going through their consultation, Nine times out of 10, that person is leptin resistant and doesn't know it. Leptin's your fat burning hormone. If you're resistant, 
into your fat burning hormone, that's going to tell you that's probably not a good thing if you're trying to burn fat and lose weight. Uh, inflammation, another thing we definitely have to deal with. Inflammation in the body is killer in a lot of ways. It causes a whole host of problems, but uh, inability to lose weight is one of them. So we definitely want to start discussing some of these things that we will address with you in your consultation, identify what's going on with you and help to overcome it so we can finally open up that pathway to lasting fat loss and sustainability. I hope that you guys uh, are all enjoying the podcast. I would encourage you fully to keep tuning in. Every week, there's going to be some new episodes. We'll be talking about uh, you know, everything you wanted to know about how our program works. And then also, of course, there's going to be other topics coming in. You know, we, we really want you to get a lot of benefit out of this. It's all about your health, your nutrition, and uh, again, the ways that we can get that body burning, the things it's supposed to be burning, get you healthier, get the weight off once and for all, and, and do that here in a, in a way that probably you haven't explored before. You know, we're, we're a lot different than any other program out there. So again, thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Diane. Have a great day, guys, and we'll talk again real soon.